Welcome to The Heal Podcast with your host, Sam Calwart. As a breathwork teacher and mentor, I'm here to empower your healing journey at all levels, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Discover your own inner healer with my weekly teachings and resources to inspire your own journey. So let's begin by grounding our energy, breathing in through the nose, letting it go. One more big breath in and sigh it out. A quick reminder before we get started that if you want to experience the power of breathwork healing from the comfort of your own home, you can now join me for a live 90-minute session each month, and this also includes a living library of all past sessions and access to exclusive breathwork meditations for your daily practice. And this is all taking place through the Rising Breath membership page through the Patreon app. So all you have to do is click join and then download the Patreon app right to your phone and you have access to all of those recordings. And I teach on themes around self-love, around forgiveness, around boundaries, clearing fear, inner child healing, relationships, manifestation, letting go, and so much more. So you can head to the show notes for the link to join us for this monthly membership and stay accountable and consistent towards your journey of growth and healing. Hello and welcome back to The Heal Podcast. This is my first week back from our family vacation in the Miami area, which was a lot of fun, but also a lot of work when you have a toddler with you. My son was definitely a handful at times, uh, but it was a really fun vacation just to kind of get out, explore, be on the beach, get back in the ocean, go to some really cool spots in the Miami area like Coconut Grove. I loved just walking around, checking out the cute little boutiques and juice shops and coffee shops, going to the Vizcaya Museum. That was really cool. An old home built in 1916 that they have now renovated into a museum. If you're in that area, I highly recommend going through it. It's absolutely beautiful. And overall, it was just really great to get the sunshine and to disconnect for a week. Um, Although again, it was a little bit of a whirlwind uh, with my son and then we had another couple we went with and they had their baby so it was a lot of energy Uh, but coming back my first week I hosted a really powerful breathwork healing session for the heart in Grand Rapids and I wanted to share some of the teachings I talked about in that workshop because they so deeply resonated with something that I'm currently moving through in working with the heart. So breathwork is heart medicine. I talk about this a lot. And the reason why it's heart medicine is layer after layer. Every time you lay down and you breathe, you begin to dissolve a lot of the layers that you have built up around your heart. And we have three layers to your being. So there's your identity, your shame or your shadow, and your true self. And so your identity is that outermost layer. And this is how others perceive you right? And then you have your shame or your shadow, which I'll describe a little bit more in a moment. But this is what is really shielding you from expressing your true self. And then you have your true self, which is at your core. This is your most authentic 
self, the truest version of you, your passions, your purpose, your gifts, your talents, everything encompasses your true self, which is at your core. So the work with breathwork and growing and healing that really comes from closing the gap between who the world thinks you are and who you know you are, right? So when you begin to live from that place, you feel this sense of not only internal freedom and peace, but there is no disconnect because you're living from your truest authenticity and vulnerability. You're no longer masking or trying to morph yourself to be anything different than who you are. And when we are living from this place of shadow and shame, oftentimes we are trying to mold our personalities or mold the way people perceive us in order to feel accepted, in order to feel loved, or will people please a lot, right? In order to truly feel that sense of acceptance for who we really are. But we feel disconnected. We feel in we're not in congruence. We feel resistance. We feel something is off. And the reason we feel that is because we're not living from our truth. And so in order to really reconnect back to our authenticity, back to our truest self, there are several steps that we have to take. But Conscious breath work is a powerful form to begin dissolving those layers of shame and shadow and really accepting and loving ourselves for who we are and then standing in our power and really acting from that place, from our truest self on a daily basis, expressing our beliefs, standing in our voice, being unapologetic with who we are. And no longer, again, trying to morph ourselves to be perceived any different. So the shadow themes that will likely show up in your life first is that inner critic. So having a very loud inner critic and the inner critic often comes up in response to conflicts, obstacles, and challenges within our lives. When we hit challenges within our lives, we will often judge ourselves or compare ourselves to others or beat ourselves up or put a tremendous amount of pressure on ourselves to achieve something that may be out of reach for us in that moment. And this also ties into our inner perfectionist. And because of that, we have this sense of not belonging or we have difficulty in our relationships or we will try to people please again in order to feel acceptance. And we have a lot of self-doubt or this feeling of we are an imposter, right? All of these show up in our lives when we're not fully in congruence with our authenticity, when we're not living from our true self. And so if we can begin to bring awareness to those shadow stories that we're telling ourselves, like I need to be perfect to be loved, or I can't have needs, or it's not safe to be myself, or I'm not good enough as I am, right? We begin to bring the mindfulness that we need to act from a place of authenticity and radical self-acceptance. The more that we can accept ourselves, love ourselves, show ourselves grace and compassion in the midst of challenge and conflict, because again, that is truly the, the true test to know if we are evolving in our healing journeys when it comes to the relationship we have with ourselves. 
So let's do an internal check-in right now. I'm going to ask you a few questions. And as I ask you these questions, check in with yourself and within your heart as to where healing still needs to deepen for you around your heart, around embodying your authenticity. So the first question is, what is the story that you tell yourself about your worth? About how worthy you are for success, for unconditional love, for true friendship, for abundance, for freedom in all aspects of your life? What is the story that you tell yourself about your worth? And then from there, tuning into what situation in your life did this story arise from? Was it something in childhood or early adolescence, for example? And then speaking from your higher self, what is actually true about this story? And then asking yourself, what do you judge most about other people in your life? And maybe right away, a specific person that triggers you comes to mind. They could be in your family, in your inner friend circle, or it could be someone you see on social media. What do you judge most about other people in your life? And as you tune into that, beginning to reflect within, because this is likely something that you judge about yourself. It's often a reflection of your own insecurity, right? So what is this other person actually mirroring back to you? Where do you need to love and accept yourself more in this particular area? And then lastly, asking yourself, do you feel that there are walls built up around your heart? Is it difficult for you to trust others or is it difficult for you to trust yourself? Is it difficult for you to give or receive unconditional love and support? And if it's difficult for you to receive unconditional love and support, this could be an area that needs tending to. Maybe it's a version of your inner child that just wants to be held in the arms of love. Reminding them that it's okay to receive love and support, that you are here for them right? And when it comes to heart healing, knowing that 
we are going to have ups and downs when we heal the heart. It can be a really messy process. It's not going to be linear. We are in this human experience to really feel the depth of all emotion, of fear and faith, of abundance and scarcity, of love and hate, of joy and anger. We are meant to experience and fully integrate all of those emotional experiences in order to really practice radical self-acceptance. So your heart is at the center of your emotional body. But when we try to numb one emotion like fear or anger, this is a really common one. A lot of women grew up being told that it's not polite to show anger, right? That that's not what good girls do. So you had to control it and suppress it. But when we numb one emotion, like anger or fear, we in turn begin to numb all of our emotions, happiness, love, fulfillment, gratitude. And this is where depression arises. Because you cannot numb yourself from one experience without numbing yourself to everything else. Many people will say that suppressed anger will manifest as depression. And this is why there's therapies like rage therapy, where you're screaming into a pillow and punching a pillow or going kickboxing, for example, or screaming, or I've done different breathwork ceremonies where collectively the teacher will give us a moment to scream as loud as we want, right? It's that permission to just let your rage go and to let it go in a really sacred way. This is something I will often do in my own virtual breathwork sessions if it's there. It's not always there, so of course and I'm not forcing it if it's not, but expressing my anger in a safe, controlled way has been a really powerful way to move the walls energetically and emotionally that I personally have had within my own heart. And when we move that anger, you'll find that you're less reactive You're not angry at every little thing that goes awry within your life. You're not trying to control every little thing within your life. So letting that go can be incredibly freeing. And then knowing that in the same week, you could have one day where you're so angry or you're just in a mood, right? You're just not feeling yourself. You're feeling disconnected. You're feeling off. You're feeling down. And then the next day, you get back into your practice, you do a gratitude journaling practice, you do some breath work, you do meditation, you go for a walk in the sun, and all of a sudden you're feeling appreciation and you're feeling love and you're feeling expansive and you're feeling limitless. Like all of that can exist. And just because you have bad days where you have big emotions, this does not make you less worthy or less magnetic to what you're trying to call into your life as a co-creator either. So knowing that because what you're calling to your life as a co-creator is coming from the subconscious mind. It's not coming from your emotional body. 
because there are a lot of very wealthy people (laughs) that are very angry, very depressed, very unhappy, right? Um, And they're manifesting and co-creating their lives from the congruence that they have with, for example, money, their relationship specifically with money or abundance. You can have bad days and still co-create your life. So that is permission to not get hung up on having bad days and knowing that this process is not linear when you begin healing your heart and knowing that you will have grief over and over and over again that will be within the heart after you lose loved ones or a pet that it's completely normal and that it's going to take time to heal grief is really a big emotional response that can quite literally make your heart physically hurt when I'm moving out grief pain from my heart anger even sometimes I will feel in like a breathwork journey, a big emotional release, I will literally feel that emotion leaving my body as physical pain in my heart. So the energetic and emotional expression of that wounding or of that pain will move and manifest physically within the body and you will feel it. Other people within a breathwork journey, for example, as the heart begins to open, The energy is so powerful. It's moving, cascading down their arms, their hands. Their hands will clamp up and our arms and our hands are an extension of the heart. So as you move energy out of the heart, you will feel sometimes a lot of intensity in your arms and in your hands in a breathwork journey. Very, very normal, very common. The more that you breathe though, typically unless you've just gone through something quite traumatic or painful, you will experience a dissipation of that sensation within the body over time. So it's not going to be that intense each time you lay down and breathe, but sometimes it is and that's okay. So when it comes to our heart, continuous clearing and healing is really key. Not waiting for a complete downfall in your health or a breakdown in your journey before you begin this work being preventative about it and knowing as well that you are clearing likely years to decades of emotional wounding, pain, trauma from the heart and that it will take time. But the more you clear, the closer you're getting back to your truest self, the more expansive you will feel energetically and emotionally, the more safe you will feel to live from this place of authenticity and vulnerability You'll be able to really hold space for your responses and your reactions in those moments of pain and turbulence within your life. You learn to internally hold yourself differently. You do with this work. You learn how to send yourself compassion. You learn how to add some spaciousness when you are having a big reaction and you thought, I cleared that pattern. I thought that I wasn't going to go back to that old way of being, that kind of childhood trauma response maybe, for example, or that can come through sometimes. I thought I was done with that. And then it arises again in a relationship or with a caregiver after talking with them, something is triggered within you and you have this internal response or you have this external response and you thought that was cleared, but it's not, right? 
you really have to have that patience and that understanding that it's going to take time because when you are a certain way for decades and you begin the healing work in your late 20s, in your 30s, in your 40s, it's going to take a long time to reprogram your way of being. But the more that you can really catch yourself in that moment and add mindfulness to those responses and just say, okay, this was an old pattern, an old program, an old imprint that I'm going to rewire right now in this moment. And you can do this internally with yourself and say, kind of talk yourself down and say, I love you. I'm here for you. You are safe. Maybe exit wherever you are go into a new space give yourself a moment just to breathe and to talk really kindly to yourself that can go a long way but the more that you can hold space for this version of you that wants to live from authenticity that wants to be known for your beliefs and your voice and your gifts and your talents that is going to over time strengthen within you and you will begin living from this place and acting from personal power. So remembering you have your three layers of being, your identity, how others perceive you, your shame and your shadow, which is shielding you from expressing your true self. This has come from growing up and the different messaging and imprinting and wounding that you gathered through the years and then your true self the core of who you really are so the work is coming from bridging the gap between your identity and your true self from holding space with your shadow loving and accepting all of you the good bad the ugly and really beginning that mindful awareness towards where you can show yourself more love and compassion and acceptance and as you do you really hold your shadow self in the arms of love it begins to soften it begins to dissolve it begins to disarm and then your true self begins to shine through so I want to leave you with a poem that so beautifully encompasses today's theme Taking down my walls was what I wanted most, and I feared most. I stood frozen in place and felt like a ghost, disassociated so that no one would get close. I was too scared to commit in one direction, but the divorce of vulnerability is the death of connection. And the thing about protection is that it keeps pain out, but also love. So I pried open my ribcage and left my heart open, because an open heart can never be broken. You do not contain love. Love contains you, so don't be jaded by what you've been through. A heart that has been softened by suffering knows this to be true, that all things are happening for you. And with that, I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day, and I look forward to being back with you here next week. If you were inspired from what you discovered on today's podcast, please rate, review, and share this episode on social media by tagging me at Sam Callowart. You can head to the show notes for all the resources mentioned in this episode and know that I am so thankful you have joined me on this journey of healing and growth.